Hi there, and welcome to the podcast CNC, Love, Sex and Violence. And uh, normally we have uh, also my partner, Brett, in the studio, but today it is just me, Suzanne. I will be talking today about my journey, and uh, I thought that uh, it could be easier done alone, perhaps, um, since it will be me doing most of the talking anyway. And I just want to say, of course, that this is a loaded area of what I'm going to be talking about today. The whole uh, consensual non-consent. I'm going to be talking about rape play and uh, the rather violent sex. So if that is something that triggers you, well, then I really hope that you um, stay safe and stop listening to this podcast um, so you don't make yourself feel bad, of course. But if, if, if this is something that interests you, then, well, I hope that you can get some kind of um, enjoyment from it or maybe not feel so alone or perhaps even learn a little bit from it. Um, so welcome to the show today. First of all, um, I like rough sex. I like uh, the rape fantasy. I like to consent to basically, uh, well, not giving my consent, if you can say it that way. And at the same time, I also call myself a feminist and uh, I love uh, being in power as a female. So that is something that's been very difficult for me to um, to understand and to accept about myself um, because those things seem very, very contradictory. But what I'm going to be talking about today is also how you can, of course, find this peace and still consider yourself a feminist, but also still want these things um because we are as women i think we are programmed to think that certain things are okay in the sexual department and that other things are definitely not okay and the things that i like the hardcore stuff uh, cnc and rape play are definitely not things that women normally talk about where they haven't talked about them in the circles that i've been in and it's not things that I really feel is is okay um, from society. Um, and whereas women perhaps have always felt a certain kind of shame in regards to sex, just normal sex. Well, then having this extra kink, this extra extra thing you add onto sex really makes it feel even worse. So, so the shame you already feel if you're a woman who like sex, well, that uh, shame can be quadrupled or more if uh, if you then also add the kink of wanting this, this bad sexual thing. Because, of course, rape is bad. It is not something that I suggest anybody does. But there are a lot of fantasies uh, concerning rape and you can include the rape play in a safe way and get the enjoyment from it in your sex life. So please don't rape anybody. But um, if you are into these kind of things, learn how you can do them with consent and with a willing partner, of course. And a very important thing in this word, rape play, is also, of course, the word play. Because it is just something we pretend. It's a play. It's almost like when we were kids and tied each other up and pretended to be uh, cops and robbers, then this is a different kind of adult game we play. 
it isn't real rape um, it can get very close to and for some it is very important that the feeling is very close to whatever the real thing is whether you have discovered it or have experienced it or not but it still is play um, and with this play comes the consent part that you have to have a trust between you and you give consent to the other part party that you are willing to have these things done to you and whether you write contracts or what you do or whether you discuss safe words i really suggest that it's something you do with a partner that you trust so you have somebody near you as well who can read those signals or is somehow aware of what is going on so you don't uh, break through any boundaries that are not to be broken through so it is basically that um yeah it's an emotion and rape which is something that is definitely not okay that emotion that feeling can still be acceptable under the right circumstance and that's how you you have to create these circumstances yourself and you might have this rape fantasy and uh, that doesn't mean you want to be raped in real life but it is something you can act on with someone you trust or um, yeah whether you actually have known this partner for a long time or if it's somebody you 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 know you arrange a, a hookup with of course you you need to get your boundaries right and you need to make sure that you know what's going to happen so you won't be left in a in a bad place um, so that's actually something that I have been into always um, and if I go back to the beginning it seems very strange to talk about this because um, it's feelings that I've had from a very young age which is of course not an age where you are supposed to be sexual but I guess still a lot of the things we we want and we long for later can somehow be formed in those uh, in those young years and I loved playing games with boys in my school where they tied me up and you know captured me and I might be tied to a tree or something and that was basically it um, I was really into that and uh, well I've talked to a few others who actually recognize that feeling so it's <laughs> it's something that's come on from an early age and then I guess I was also um, yeah early introduced to to porn and porn is of course quite rough and and that aspect also really intrigued me and was something that I was very interested in and when you are a young teenage girl when well, at the time where I was a young teenage girl anyways um, the guys I met they they were still um, very mild gentle and and good boys of course and and I think that is definitely only a good thing I don't think it would have ended well if I was introduced to uh, yeah, to the wrong type of, of guy at that time so of course I did a lot of experimenting and was uh, yeah tried to tried to find my way in relationships and and different hookups and trying to figure out what I liked what boys could do and what I wanted more of what I didn't like and so on and all this time I could feel that the bad boys were the best uh, in a way it's such a cliche and I'm sorry about that but I think it comes from basically being a very good girl, as many of us are. And the bad boys, well, they are what um, they are the ones who allow the good girls to actually become bad girls. So being a good girl, there is so many things you have to all the times consider, worry about, plan out and just think about, obsess about constantly um, takes up so much, so much of your your brain power and, you know, your mental capacity. 
and being with the bad boys who might make you do a bit more than you want to do well then it's kind of their responsibility and you can let go of that responsibility a little bit yourself and that was definitely what I did I wasn't actively really looking out bad guys bad boys at that time and I think definitely a good thing again because I don't know where I would have ended I might have ended in a better place sexually but I could have also ended up being uh, <laughs> in, a, in a bad place but but just that kind of little scale of a of, of bad boy isn't um, was definitely appealing to me kind of them being a little bit rough not really asking what I wanted just doing just taking and it allowed me to yeah to let go of my inhibitions in a way and to just not feel guilty for what I was doing because they were making me do it so basically I wanted to do it but they made me and I still I wanted the guys I was with so that also made it better I I don't think I could have enjoyed it at all if it was somebody I didn't like it was still boys I was attracted to um it was yeah guys I really fancied and um, well it was those those guys that I I let them do things to me not just anybody um other other women have that kind of kink and that's also perfectly fine but that was how I administered it at that time and then I got some steady boyfriends then I kind of got a little bit older got some steady boyfriends and uh, and the sex kind of came um, uh, a bit more yeah a bit more regular and of course when sex becomes regular you kind of trust the other person you can talk more you can ask about things what you want what you like and um, that's that's basically what you then try to do so so I was actually trying to be very vocal about the things I wanted the things I was uh, fantasizing about which were kind of rough and maybe didn't probably didn't communicate it as rape play at that time because I didn't even know that word existed that kind of concept existed I knew that it was a part of my fantasies my kind of very erotic fantasies but um, I also knew that it was wrong so it was very hard for me to vocalize it but I still I still tried to these various boyfriends I had uh, in, my, in my late teens early 20s and uh, well it wasn't a place that they were at at all you know I, I guess I chose him uh, good guys uh, and, and that was fine and and I was still kind of getting to know myself and of course also did lots of other things that I enjoyed but that aspect of my sexuality I, I didn't get fulfilled and and it has kind of followed me in all these relationships uh, in my early 20s so there, there was this underlying thing that I really wanted and I could sometimes feel myself wanting to seek it out go to dark places go to dangerous situations because I really wanted it strongly um, but of course knowing that 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 wouldn't be safe so so not really going there but it was just constantly this thing on my mind and and part of my uh, part of my erotic imagination and yeah I look for these uh, dark erotic uh, scenarios in my relationships and they didn't really come until I met Brett of course and uh, that was a very yeah that was a very rewarding thing to meet another person and to suddenly feel like these things I really wanted to feel I really wanted to do um, I suddenly had someone I could do them with I could play it out with and uh, that gave me great joy and uh, of course yes as you have maybe heard in some of the previous episodes where we talked a bit about our relationship um, the kind of the whole uh, CNC um, scenarios are things we have been doing a lot until we got uh, old and boring I wanted to say or just got busy 
family life, logistics and all that. And it was a little bit harder to do. But um, now the game is back on, so to say. And um, since it's been two weeks now, um, tonight where I'm sitting here talking, two nights since we went to that club the first time, uh, the only time so far. And since then, there has been lots of um, sexting, I would say, sexting and planning on the dating app that I use for it. And um, I found this guy who was really kind of a vision of um, male testosterone, brutality, um, predator, completely hardcore men who actually does these rape play scenarios that he offers. And um, that was very, very tempting when I read his profile and actually just saw that you could, you know, you could basically text him and, and set it up. He didn't, yeah. He, he, I don't know if he didn't seem to be picky at least, but he had, he had done it many times. So, so it just seemed like there might be a, a chance that he would do it uh, with someone like me as well. Um, and of course, I talked that over with Brett and showed him the profile. And, um, and maybe that was just a little bit hardcore, a little bit too much to share me in that sense. But it gave us a lot of inspiration and we really talked about it. Um, about this guy and what he does and what, what you know what is maybe too much or what we can what we can relate to and to me it was just um, kind of mind-blowing that that this guy exists who completely caters to that fantasy and also that there are so many women out there who have asked for it and and so to say like ordered it and gotten it and have been really really happy and lots of these testimonials on his site where you can see what the women say after after such a, um, a setup whether it's in the woods or a hotel or his place or whatever so I imagine if you read that as a rape victim it would be absolutely horrifying um, but if you are kind of into this kind of um, mind play um, role play then it can be really really exciting enticing reading uh, to someone like me it definitely is it's very very um explicit very hardcore and it completely kind of goes into my my darkest erotic fantasies uh, at least um so we we kind of i, I messed with him a bit and brett also messaged messaged him a bit and um yeah kind of thought that that maybe maybe that's not right for now and maybe that's a bit too much but then of course also kind of uh, found out that there are other maybe a little bit milder versions of, of that guy so yeah being on a dating site like that for the first time ever because i have never been single in a time where kind of internet dating was was that thing is crazy because you can literally just yeah write cock you know somewhere on there and and there you will you will have you know 20 cocks to choose from or write whatever you fancy pretty much and and it seems like at least you can get it delivered to you in some kind of version and that is really really strange um, when you when you've gone with these uh, things you wanted to do for a long time and of course you can say why are you looking for this Susan because you already have it at home and that is true but this is on a journey we're on a journey to try to kind of develop develop ourselves sexually and to take it a little bit further and as maybe you can imagine, when you've done it with the same partner for many, many years, even though that partner fulfills your needs and does those things that you long for or dream of, there is still some kind of, you know, uh, it gets a little bit normal, a little bit mundane. 
and and you can still long for adding a new twist to it somehow um, so so that twist then turned out to be um, getting a, a setup arranged with this other guy a little bit milder version of the very hardcore predator um, and actually it's supposed to happen tomorrow and um, that's also one of the reasons why I'm talking to you now because of course my nerves are all over the place because this seems to be happening it seems to be going down and uh, honestly I'm really nervous about a lot of things because this will then be a a, a three-player rape scenario if you can call it that so uh, or um, me the victim and two rape players it sounds weird saying it and I'm sorry but um, but that's basically what it is so it is my partner and this other guy and so we've spent like uh, I've spent mostly the last week pretty much sexting with this guy kind of um, being quite turned on about all the things uh, he wrote to me uh, because they were kind of my kind of dirty talk kind of the um, yeah basically kind of degrading stuff and uh, that seems to be right on my alley I didn't even know that I would like that kind of dirty talk but where well, hey it seems that I do and then then planning this evening and um, so far what is what the thing that's going to happen is that we are going to go to the club tomorrow night and um, it's not just going to be uh, him. He's going to be the grand finale when we're in a hotel later in the evening. But before that, we're going to be in the club and we're going to have some hookups with some sexy ladies, I hope. Because um, just trying to explore that a bit and also trying to, um, well, to give something to Brett as well. And I'm not just saying it as in that it's a gift I'm giving to Brett and I'm not getting anything out of it because I definitely... I'm sure I'll get something out of it but he is giving me a gift in a way by inviting this other guy in later so I also want to do something that he would like to do something he would like to see so that's what we've got planned first so that will be very sexy we'll get very horny and then we'll go back to the hotel and then it will be stranger danger um, really hardcore so that's the plan and I'm feeling really weird about it because um, yeah what do I wear I simply uh, have to get some some cheap old hand-me-down clothes actually because they will probably be broken um, so that's that's one thing to consider um, but but basically I'm just very exciting uh, excited um, I'm excited about especially the the physical ex exhaustion because that is the part I really like with rape play that is being tired out um i love the fight and basically i think i could just maybe start wrestling like if i went to a wrestling class i would probably really love that way too much but i like being overpowered i like fighting back and i like the way it makes me feel so tired so just out of it and again just like what i said earlier about bad guys making good girls bad because they take what they want so the good girls don't have to worry about um, what they're doing um, being tired out is also a way for me to enjoy things more because I'm just too tired to care too tired to think about what is right or wrong so I'll just I'll just enjoy it and basically that that's a big part of it also I like the I like the male body I like kind of fighting it I like to feel it above me 
so that's of course also a big of it, big big thing. Um, and then I talked a little bit about this whole dirty talk thing because um, this guy that we're meeting up with is very very good at the dirty talk uh, in writing. So of course it could be really really different when we see him in person. What's his voice like? Is it really weird, um, or is that still sexy? Um, but also, how will it actually be to hear those things in real life? Because dirty talk is is really dangerous uh, when it kind of is in a rape play scenario or feel because there can be some some trigger words that can actually um, maybe do some some bad things. They can also do really really good things. But I kind of from what I've read as well and listened to other people talking about these trigger words in in rape play or CNC, you know, they can maybe trigger some past memories that you actually aren't ready to face or yeah just some things that give you some some bad bad feelings bad emotions or bad you know associations with something like if if somebody would would, would call you you know are you daddy's little slut and for some it would be really really awesome and for others maybe it could trigger something really bad if you had uh, yeah well a difficult relationship in some way with your father so it's all those things that actually are happening now in real life tomorrow and um, that makes me quite worried will it just be as good as in writing or will it be really awkward and weird so um, yeah but but still exciting and with all this being said of course I have I have thought so much um, since forever basically about why it is I actually like this because even talking about it right now, even though I've kind of dealt with it a lot, I still get this feeling of shame. I still get this feeling of this is not okay. You shouldn't like this, Hussein. It's horrible. Um, it's something people go through uh, in reality and they're broken by it. So so why is this something that you actually get turned on to? Um, and, and basically, I, <laughs> I don't know, apart from the, from the feeling it gives me of, kind of letting go of control and of course that's what so many women talk about why they want this kind of rougher sex even though they don't go to quite the the degree that I do but but it's kind of letting go of control um, and I actually feel it like um, just with being touched that feeling of I'm getting touched too soft that I get really annoyed like if somebody has tried to touch me sexually in a soft way it's almost like I yeah it's, it's icky, I, I can't stand it, um, I need to be touched in a hard way to, to feel my body um, feel good, um, it, it's weird, so I need that kind of, I need a lot of, of, of roughness, a lot of hardness, a lot of pain in some way, and then the funny thing that actually happens is then when I've then had that, um, then I can actually be touched in softer ways, and, and it can be more vanilla, and I can still enjoy it, because my body is still kind of flowing on the endorphins or whatever it is from from the hard touches so um, so I can receive a lot more of the soft play um, after a bit of hard play and uh, it's almost like my my nervous system simply needs it like um, I really need it to be reset I need it to feel good and um, I've, I've decided to really try to not feel bad about this but just just realize that this is what I like, this is what I need, and I'm going to try to enjoy this and get it as much as I can without being ashamed, because, 
because there really is no point in wasting time with that. And it is some, also something that, that so many women kind of do like in some kind of way. And it's also something that, that's seen in so many pop cultural um, works, like books, films, series, uh, whatever, also written by women. Like there are a lot of these female descriptions of rape scenarios that are maybe meant to kind of scare but definitely also some of them are meant to entice you and uh, get you excited um and uh, i just i just refuse to feel bad about it because i'm really not the only one and i'm not hurting anybody by doing it so i'm just going to try to enjoy it and come to terms with that that is a part of me and um yeah, the adrenaline kick from from it happening, and especially like this thought of of not knowing exactly what's going to happen, and also just if you have a partner that's good enough at surprising you, so everything isn't completely planned out and organized and kind of arranged, but you can actually sometimes get those surprises and get to feel yeah to feel that adrenaline kind of kick if you get startled or or you know somebody jumps on you. That is. That is something I definitely enjoy and really makes me feel feel alive and, and good. And that being said, again, yes, I want these rapey scenarios, but I don't want them with just anyone. I um, It's very important for me to be attracted to the person I'm with. And, of course, being attracted with, to my partner um, is, is extremely important. And I really, really am. I think he's gorgeous. And, of course, that makes it very nice when he does well pretty much whatever he does to me but especially when he gives me some of these scenarios um for others it might be different for others it might actually be um, a fantasy to to be with somebody you're not attracted to but to me i i still kind of need to have that level of attraction uh for it to work and um yeah so so i, I won't just uh, <laughs> i won't just settle for for any older uh, play rapist at all um and i've also noticed that it is a way for me to deal with feeling bad about myself um i don't always feel great about myself and um i think that's also why i can't sometimes stand the vanilla sex i can't stand the soft touching because there are some some bad feelings in me and i've gone to a lot of therapy i've tried to deal with them for many many years basically um but it's not something that's just easy to fix at all and um, well kind of being a part of this rough play is something that actually makes me feel better because I don't need to worry about what my body looks like if I'm good enough or those kind of bad annoying feelings that get you into your head and you know not in your body uh, if if there is the right amount of rough play because then I'm taking out of it because I'm overpowered I'm fighting or I'm struggling somehow or something so yeah some sexual things are happening to me that's definitely taking my mind off the annoying things i don't want to think about um but that doesn't mean that you can just do this and and feel shit about yourself because it's still you still have to be strong enough to actually want it to ask for it and to plan it and to to make it part of uh, all your life and also yeah to feel kind of brave to feel powerful um in this process so so even though i might be a victim in our plays um i definitely need to be brave strong powerful enough to 
to decide or to control or to plan or to whatever it is that I kind of participate in when making these scenarios come true. So yeah, so there's a lot of different feelings in having these uh, dark erotic fantasies that are so, well, fundamentally wrong if you look uh, at them from kind of the normal standard view of society. Um, and it's taken me so many years to come to terms with and maybe I'm not quite come to terms with them yet. Uh, years of feeling wrong, years of not being able to talk to anybody about this because even those young years, uh, teenage and early 20 years, where you actually talked about sex with your friends, it was still very, very difficult to talk about this aspect of sex. I do remember sometimes trying to talk to some of my friends about it and just being met with this kind of wall of, you know, you're weird. Why do you want these things? Um, so it's definitely, it's definitely something you can feel so much shame about. But hey, I am where I am now and uh, I'm with a partner who is very good at giving it to me. And we are on a journey where we're also trying to experiment with others in that um, in that play area so I can only see it getting uh, better and better and uh, hopefully it will also be part of the yeah part of the thing that will help me release myself sexually and be more free and be more okay about being in my own body and mine as well so um, nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow but of course I will get back to you on this podcast and in the next episode um, I'm thinking, of course, with Brett as well, to talk to you about um, what actually went down at that very special meeting and how he dealt with sharing me with another uh, rapey guy and how they kind of shared the domination and how that worked. So things we're very very excited about to see how they are going to pan out in real life um yeah i think we're all really excited not just me definitely not just me so look forward to the next episode where we talk about cnc love sex and violence with brett and suzanne and um, yes bye today only from me suzanne but thank you for listening and uh, hope at least some of it made sense I feel like it's only just beginning to make sense for me. So uh, if it doesn't make quite sense for you yet, that is quite understandable. But if you have some of the same feelings, so I just hope that you can mirror them in me and, and be okay with who you are and that it's, it's completely okay to have these uh, wrong, fucked up feelings um, in the bedroom. So thanks for listening and uh, yeah, see you next time. Bye.